Thursday everything you knew about podcast coming to you live from the Muppets house. Come on, come on. Joining me today is maybe nobody. I have no idea if uh, anybody actually is going to come in. I'm your host, Gibby. I made a, a, a post about it this time. I normally don't. I put a, a sort of basically an ad, but I didn't like promote it or anything. But like I put it on Instagram and Snapchat and everything else. Facebook. Let everybody know to come in because today I'm talking about something that I think is pretty worthwhile and uh most of what you'll see me do almost always is just gonna be like me talking about something that is like my shitty opinion about something which is exactly what this is um but in this case i think the majority would probably agree with it uh i i definitely like to incorporate my most adverse way of thinking about a topic like okay uh you know if if there's a topic that i'm gonna bring in it's gonna be like uh, uh, let's try and think of an example. Like, okay, racism is bad. Okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's not. Let's let's think about that for a minute. Which it definitely is. I'm not saying that it's not, but uh, you know, that's it was a poor example. That's a that's a really bad example. <laughs> it's it's probably the worst example I could have I could have picked. But anyway, you know what I mean. Like, I I want to go into thinking about what would be. Let me turn down that going into to talking about why a topic would be uh like like another way of thinking about something uh but di- but today i'm going to talk about team trees uh i'm not going to talk about it like the whole podcast or anything but basically what's going on with that if anybody doesn't know mr beast is a youtuber who is challenged by his fans to plant 20 million trees which is a shitload it, i mean it's it's a ridiculous amount uh, he ended up I watched the video of it. He ended up making like, or he planted on the first day, he planted like 500 trees or something like that. Like nowhere near 20 million, but still a lot of trees. Um, you know, you, you can't knock him for his, for the number of trees that he actually planted. I mean, in, in a day he planted like 500 something trees. It's a lot, you know, and he had some people out there and then he made a post on uh, I think it was Twitter or something like that saying that he needed help. Uh, and so the second day, a bunch of people came out to help him plant a bunch of trees. And they had like one field that they were trying to trying to fill up. But since then, since he made that video, it is just fucking blasted. It's gone like Ukraine donated a bunch of money. Elon Musk uh, donated a million dollars. And then he changed his Twitter handle to uh, uh, Trelon Musk, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, PewDiePie, uh, he, he donated. There's, there's an entire subreddit, like people like trying to get everybody, or raise, people raising awareness, trying to get people to donate money. Um, PewDiePie donated 69420 so that's six thousand nine hundred or $69,420, which is hilarious. Uh, it's funny. It's it's funny the numbers that they're able to, to, to provide. You know, Mr. Beast himself, uh, he he's donated hundreds of thousands. Uh, I know I know at first he planned on donating a hundred thousand, and I know since then he's he's donated like, you know, another hundred thousand or another two hundred thousand. I don't actually know the numbers of what he's donated. Um but it's great because since they started, they've raised, I mean, just an asshole of money. And they're working with an organization that for every $1 donated, a tree gets planted. So it's, I mean, it's a really good thing that they're doing. And I typically wouldn't, wouldn't uh, like I said, like I know the majority can probably agree with me. And there's always the naysayers who think that that global warming doesn't exist, which is just ridiculous to me because 
to me, it's obvious that it does. Um, but uh, it, planting trees, even if you don't believe in global warming, planting trees is not going to hurt anything. It's only going to help. I mean, cars put off, uh, put off, I think it's CO2 or carbon, carbon monoxide. They, um, Carbon monoxide, I think, is actually what it is. Anyway, the, the, the shitty air that we put off constantly through factories and just living. I mean, when we breathe and we breathe out, it's, it's carbon dioxide, uh, which is harmful to the planet. And, uh, you, you know, cars, factories, breathing, living, just everything that we do, burning anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, it hurts the planet. And, like planting trees trees eat that shit they eat that shit and then they give us the the oxygen that we need so it's really cool what they're doing and it's one reason that if you if you don't believe in global warming look into why we can't terraform mars or what we would have to do to terraform mars and then do a little bit of introspection and start looking at what we do to our own planet and why it's kind of important that we look at mars um and it, planting trees kind of makes it so that we might not have to go to Mars. Um, I, I know a lot of people don't really believe in that, but I do. Um, it, it just makes sense to me. It's through you know, it's greenhouse gases and it heats up the planet. And there's also the uh, magnetic field on Mars. That's a, that's another thing that you have to consider. Um, Mars they, it lost its magnetic field, and that's like a big reason why it can't hold uh, an atmosphere. But that's that's what our atmosphere is. It's that's what it's comprised of is carbon dioxide, and it, it, it heats up uh, when the sun when the sun heats it up, and then it melts the polar ice caps, and then that's gonna uh, make the water water level rise, and a wind breeze is gonna take it. Uh, you know, it, it cools the planet, and then we'll have a another ice age basically i mean i'm not a scientist it's hard for me to to perfectly explain it like i can i can watch videos on it i can study it and i can understand it but to say and articulate exactly what it is and do it accurately i I know i wouldn't really be able to do it justice but look into it because it's it's important um but so basically what i'm what i'm going to do because i think it's important is at the end of the stream I'm going to donate $100. The reason I've decided to do it at the end of the stream, which I will do it during the stream. I'm not going to wait until after. Uh, the reason I decided to do it at the end of the stream is because while I'm doing it, I'm probably going to get kind of quiet, um, you know, trying to figure out how to do it exactly. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you have to create a, a user profile and stuff like that. So, um, you know, just so that I'm not saying out loud all of my information because that's what I do. I verbally process and I, I say everything out loud. Uh, whenever I'm doing the podcast, every every thought that comes to my mind, I just instantly say it, which I've actually noticed in uh, other episodes. Like I don't really let things breathe. I'm trying to do that more. <laughs> I like how I'll say something and uh, just continue rapid fire speech the entire podcast. And I don't know if that if that helps things or it doesn't, but I mean, it gets everything out of my head as quickly as it comes in, almost. Um, uh, but I brought, I brought in some topics. Uh, so I was sexually assaulted. I was sexually assaulted at the gas station on, uh, I think it was Sunday, like immediately after, uh, the podcast on Sunday, I went to the store. I think I was buying like a pack of cigarettes or like a pack of gum or like something to, something to snack on real quick or something like that. So I go up there 
I'm I'm always push, pushing the microphone the microphone a little bit away with my nose. Anybody anybody watching would see that just me pushing it, just pushing it away. Anyway, so I go to the gas station and there's this lady who she's she always has blue eyeshadow on, which is just the it's the trashiest fucking eyeshadow that you can wear. It just signals to everybody that you're you're trashy. Uh, she's she's always got blue eyeshadow on, and every time I go up to this gas station. She acts like she acts like I'm there to see her. And uh a while back <coughs> a while back she told me that she was there uh or that she, her last day was coming up. She was quitting. I'm like, "Yes. That's a good thing." Finally. <laughs> Finally I'll be able to go to the gas station without being harassed by this woman. Um you know, and she's just uh not nothing against her or anything. Just, you know, she's not my type. I'm not interested, right? So I, I go up there every single time. She acts like I'm there to see her. She she's like, "Hey, darling, you came to see me. So glad to see you. Oh, look at you coming in here to see me and hang out with me. Like, lady, I just I just want my cigarettes. I just want my beer. I just want my candy bar. Just whatever. I, I want to. I want my drink. My cup of coffee. Whatever it is. Whatever I'm here for. That's all I want. I don't want to talk to you." I don't want to talk to anybody in here. If I see somebody in here that I don't know, I'm going to give them a head nod to let them know that I recognize them, but I'm not going to say anything to them. And if they say anything to me and internally, I'm thinking, fuck, (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't want this interaction right now. I just want to do my thing. I want to go and I want to get out. Um, anyway, every time I come in there, she acts like I'm there to see her. So then, uh, I came in there last Sunday and I had no idea that it was apparently her last day. Uh, which apparently she had told me, but I don't remember that. So as soon as I walk in, she runs up. She gets this huge. She gets this huge smile on her face, and I'm like, "Oh no!" You know, here she's here again, and she runs up to me and gives me a hug, throws both arms around me and hugs me, and I'm like, "What? Do I hit her? <laughs> do, do I hit her to get her off of me? Do I push her away? I should have put my my face or my hand." in her face just as she was approaching like ah, no just stop there let's stop stop right there we're not doing that you're in my space right now so anyway I was sexually assaulted lawsuit pending I, I really honestly maybe should file a lawsuit against that it's not okay to just run up and give somebody that you don't know she acts like she knows me somehow I don't and it, it's got me wondering do bitch do I know you you know do I know you from somewhere? Did we work together sometime? Did we go to school together? Do you know my name? Seriously, do you even do you know my fucking name? Because I don't know your name, but you're you're giving me a hug like, like like I see you every day, like we're like we're long oh like long long lost friends. Who are you? Well, <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want to talk to anybody here. I don't want to talk to you. She tries to initiate a conversation. I actually saw her today. I stopped in at the gas station to get a cup of coffee before I went over to my mom's and uh, she was there and she she was like standing in the doorway trying to st- uh, start up a conversation with me. I'm like, lady, I, I don't want to do this. And I turned around. I had to I had to cut off the conversation while she was still talking. She's in the middle of the conversation. I just closed the door and I turned around, walk away. Nope. Done with this. I don't, I don't understand how people can think. Uh... 
in, in my experience, I don't I don't want to talk to to anybody out and about. Unless you're like my best friend, you know. If I see you out and about, like then I might talk to you. I've seen Benny out at out at Kroger. We start shopping together. We want to see each other. And, and anybody else, we 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 cut it off quick, right? I'm sure Benny does the same thing. It it just doesn't make sense to me how people can can have the audacity to uh, approach somebody that they don't know and welcome themselves into your space. It's like whenever you're talking to a boomer and they they try to get like face to face with you and they stand way too close to you. Why do boomers always do that? Boomers always stand way too close when they're having a conversation. I have to physically take a step back just to say, okay, I I want my space back. You know, I I have a certain area that I'm comfortable living in and I'm that I'm comfortable letting other people in. And I'm not comfortable with you in that space, so I need you to back up a little bit. Or I'll back up. One of the two. That's fine. But whenever I back up, I need you to stay where you're at. <coughs> I don't get it. I'm, I have a problem with that, too. Like, I don't I don't want anybody to touch me. Like, I'll be hanging out with some guys, and there's always that guy, that one guy in the room who thinks that it's okay to start manhandling you. And I'm kind of small, so people will decide that I'm the person that... They need to manhandle that. They need to to wrestle around with and try to try to push around and shit. And I'll get mad about it. Like, don't put your fucking hands on me. People try to run up and touch your face. Like, some of my family members will do that. Back the fuck up. Like, you know, I'm not all right with it. I'm gonna fight you. Stop. Get out of my face. I'll kick your ass. Stop. It, which I, I don't like. I don't even like being that guy. I don't like to be the guy who who starts an altercation with somebody. But just like my personal space is a big deal. It's a big deal to me. And I need you to respect it. And I need everybody to respect it. Always respect somebody's personal space, you know? Um, slam poetry is the peak of cringe, I've come to realize. There was a, uh, there was a time in my life where I thought slam poetry was kind of cool. Uh, which tells me right there that, that, that it's the peak of cringe because I was once interested in it. It's like, uh, Slam poetry, people who do slam poetry are the same people who dressed up as Heath Ledger's Joker every single Halloween since like 2012 or whatever year that was. Whatever whatever year The Dark Knight came out. They're the people who went and saw Deadpool in theaters multiple times. They're the people who, uh, who claim that their girlfriend is their Harley Quinn or that they are themselves Harley Quinn. It's fucking cringe. It's so cringe. Stop. Stop. Don't do that. What? Don't do, don't do slam poetry. Here, I'm going to pull up. I wanted to have a, a cringe corner in, uh, in the podcast. Here, let me pull up my Twitch stream on my phone so I can watch it. Watch the chat. Let's see. Hold on. All right. Okay. <laughs> I had a couple of viewers, and before I said I'm turning on some slam poetry, and they, they left. All right, hold on. Slam poetry. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is going to be this is gonna be terrible. Oh, it's going to be so cringe. Not a sponsor. It's a sponsor to this video, though. So, like, when my girlfriend's parents ask me what I do for a living, um, 
I, I pull a straight razor out of my back pocket. And I, I don't tell them I'm a poet. I sure as hell don't tell them I'm an MC. But I pull a straight razor out of my back pocket. And, like, I could Why? lie, right? I, I could say that I'm a, a pilot or a teacher or a handsome man or the change that I want to see in the world or a pipe-smoking grad student. I could go on and on about all the locked doors I can open or the exotic locales that have crawled up my nose or the blinding glossiness of my resume paper. I could give them joyful heart attacks. I could Santa Claus their systems, but I don't. I, <laughs> I pull a straight razor out of my back pocket. Why? And maybe this is overly dramatic, but... I've never been very good at small talk, right? I'm always too busy wondering where interesting scars come from, too busy wondering Cringe how many people aren't good at small arrows, talk. casual brushes of skin, drownings, or split seconds of eye contact over the past 10,000 years have constructed this moment, too busy imagining the soundtrack to my life dominated by smiling adult contemporary alternate rockers and saying, no, give me, give me hip hop dressed in leather knuckles cracking because yo we could talk about the weather right like that's that's easy we could we could deaden our colors and round our jagged corners is anybody else embarrassed for this guy i won't carry on luggage i could i could rattle off a string of pop culture references or rap really really fast and we'd all have a good laugh but i don't i pull a straight razor out of my back pocket and just as her father uh begins to say Okay, so... Does he have a speech impediment? So you're a barber? <laughs> I sliced my little finger off. And, um... And, um... They jump back. Instantly. Like, characters in a poorly edited student film. Their lines caught between their teeth. Their eyes staring directly into the camera. Levitating with pain. I pick my discarded digit up from off the Olive Garden floor. And with the black Sharpie, I'll spit my other back pocket. I write my name on it. And I say, give me $10 and I will let you keep this. Your finger? Not the finger. The moment. Give me $10 as tribute to the truth that we once stood here, that I did something worth remembering, that you on this day witnessed something larger than traffic or storm clouds or a crazy man passing for the price of a fancy breakfast. Press your fingertips to the wet cement of my tombstone. Stand in the background of my iconography. It's only $10. Tell my bones they're doing a good job keeping me upright. Tell yourself that this day, I'll just give you the ten dollars. We don't have to go through all this. Blur by that this. I'll pay you to not do this. Be more than an absent-minded doodle for ten dollars. I will carve my initials into your brain stem. What do I do, don't do that. for a living? I, 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 I'm an artist, right? I am a turtle without a shell, and I have the scars to prove it. I am pulling myself from the magician's hat night after night, and I have the scars to prove it. I am leaving fragments of my body in every dusty corner of this country, and uh. I have the scars to prove it. Give me $10, and I, I will show you. He's an artist. He's starving. He's broke. He just, he just needs $10. Don't applaud. No, that's cringe. No, don't do that. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> well, why do why did the 
Why do people want to do slam poetry? Like, just just write it, keep it anonymous, and put it online. Or, or don't, or don't put it online at all. Who's into... Look, okay, so every guy uh, has been conditioned because of rom-coms and, or, or just romantic movies in general. We've been... We think that women want a guy who writes poetry, who can play an instrument, who can uh, serenade them, who can sing, who can uh, write stories and this and that. (coughs) Women are not into that. They don't fucking want that. They want you to be a man. They don't want you to do slam poetry. They don't want you. And they'll tell you. They will tell you that they want you to show the, show your emotions and to to be vulnerable in front of them. But they don't fucking want that. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> That's stupid. If, do that in front of a woman and they are going to... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Uh, Lawless Keels, uh 87 said, Do gay people exist? I never met one. They seem like a made-up thing. Uh... Uh, and Melissa, hey, thanks for coming back, Melissa. Uh, she said, Shut up! I do slam poetry all up in my ear, BB cakes. You do slam, do slam poetry all up in my ear, BB cakes. What are you saying, Melissa? I don't even know what that means. You do slam poetry or you listen to, to slam poetry? Anyway, it's cringe. It's always cringe. Girls don't, chicks, chicks don't want that. Uh, I've tried it. Like I write, I, I, I've written to be, I've written more poems than I've, than I, I can count. I've put some online always anonymously, of course. Uh, and my phone is just filled with them because I write like, like no, no one's business. Right. Um, and I, I, I'll write songs and I've tried singing for, for chicks. I've tried playing the guitar and tried p- playing the piano for them. I've tried uh, writing them stories. Actually, the stories one kind of worked uh, because they get into the characters that you're building and stuff like that. They kind of get into that. But everything else, they don't want that. They don't want you to, to put this gravity of a situation on them. And somebody who is getting on on stage and speaking out loud their poetry and putting this this aggressiveness behind it and talking about blood and razor blades and death and this and that it's all cringe nobody nobody wants that uh melissa said i want whoever it is to whisper it in my ear uh lawless kill said i got my poop all over my hands had no tp (laughs) you need a bidet uh you need a bidet lawless kills i need a bidet i actually have a lot of uh material for bidets because i have no idea why they're not um, why they're not the the common item in in the bathroom in the United States. It makes absolutely no sense to me. It's 2019, and we're still reaching around and wiping our ass with a thin piece of of paper. And I think about this: everybody wipes their ass different. Start asking some of your friends: How do you wipe your ass? What's your method? <clears throat> do you stand up? Do you sit down? Uh, Melissa R said, have you seen those TV commercial plastic bidets? I don't think I have. Uh, sometimes you can, I mean, they're, they're cheap too. You can get, you can get a bidet for like $200. That's not bad. Like your toilet, a typical toilet costs about $200. Like it's, it's, it's not even an expensive alternative. It's just a better alternative that we, we feel uncomfortable with. Uh, 
Lawless <laughs> Kills asking again. So are gay people real? Um. Uh, okay, so there's a funny answer that I want to say, and there's, <laughs> uh, yes, I think I think gay people are real. I was looking into that for a possible topic for uh, uh for the show tonight. So Joyner Lucas and Eminem are writing a song called "What If I Was Gay," and I tried looking up the song to see if it's out, and it's not out. It's just uh, a few snippets that you can listen to, uh, which has me thinking that. Eminem probably isn't the best person to to make this song. Like he's he's not the he's not that the gay hero that everybody might think that he is after this comes out because like he literally on Kamikaze, his most recent album, he said the F slur. Which came out like last year. Like it's not this wasn't several years ago when it was like still like, oh, you know, maybe it's you know, it was a long time, it was a different time, he didn't know any better. No, this was this was like last year. He said the F slur on one of his songs on his album. Uh, Lala said, uh, I will think about being gay. I have horrible luck with women. I think men will want my D. Uh, Lawless, listen, that's exactly the reason I decided to become a, a Twitch thought. It's exactly the reason. Because chicks, chicks don't care. I, look, okay, like I said before, I've never had an issue. Okay, I've never met a gay man who didn't didn't want my D. Never once. Never once in my in my 25 years have I ever met a gay man who didn't want to have sex with me. Ever. Uh So, I decided I would start like a woman would do on Twitch, how they would get on and they'd show a little bit of skin and uh they'd uh you know, talk about things that are appealing to men and oh I play video games and I watch anime and I know who Naruto is and this and that you know uh they oh and I cosplay and I do this you know I decided I'm gonna start I'm gonna start marketing myself towards a gay audience because men are the people typically sorry Melissa uh, men are typically the people viewing the majority on Twitch the people who are streaming uh, are and doing well have a lot of success from hardly doing anything is women because men want to see women. I mean, just look up, look up, uh, Twitch thoughts on Instagram right now. Like it's, it's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. It's great. I'll, I'll, that's my favorite hashtag. It's beautiful women all around. Love it. Um, so I get on here and I wear nice cardigans. Actually, I did family pictures with my family today. That was redundant. I don't know why I said it twice. Uh, but anyway, back to bidets. <laughs> there's there's a method so people will still say well you still have to wipe after you use a bidet you still have to wipe because your butt's wet you still have to reach around you gotta dry it up right <laughs> would you rather wipe water or shit off your ass you know like pick your battles it's I, I have no idea like I'm about to move into an apartment and I'm not gonna own it <laughs> Big Cam said, "Looking like Mister Rogers up in this motherfucker." Uh, Melissa R said, "Twitch thoughts are angelic creatures. They are. I love them. It's, it's great. They're, the, uh, they're they're just great. They're just amazing." I'm Skivvy the Twitch thought. How's it going? There's a uh, there's a method. Uh, this one's for crispy bacon uh, because I think crispy bacon will most in, enjoy this. Uh, 
I know he listens to the podcast every Monday uh, while he's at work. So this next one is uh, is for him. I, I don't expect anybody in here except for maybe Lawless to actually appreciate what I'm about to say. But I know Crispy Bacon will appreciate this. So there's a method of ass swiping that I found on the internet that <laughs> that's more cringe than slam poetry, but it might work. Uh, and so what you do is you take a piece of toilet paper and you fold it into fours, I think, and you rip the middle piece and you, t- you save that middle piece, that little triangle piece that you're going to rip off, set it aside. And then you wipe with your finger and then you wipe with your finger and then you, you clean it off with the toilet paper around your finger. So your, your, your bare finger actually touches the duty. And then when you're done with the deed and you take the toilet paper and you, while pulling it off, you clean the, to- the, the shit off your fingers. And then that square that we pulled off, you're going to take that and you're going to clean underneath your fingernails. It's, per- it's a perfect solution. It's a perfect solution to, uh, for ass wiping. Everybody does it differently. Everybody. Some people wipe back to front. Some people do it front to back. Some people stand. Some people sit. Which the people who stand are... And if you stand and you uh, wipe back to front, you're godless. You're a godless human being. You're a godless creature. First of all, you have shit balls. Second of all, you just, you're putting in more effort than you need to. You need to, you need to work on your method. Everybody has their own method, and yours is the wrong one. Uh, it's a wonderful day to be a Twitch thought. It's a wonderful day to be a Twitch thought. Won't you be mine? Oh, he's <laughs> he's singing the Mister Rogers. Everybody, look, everybody's been calling me Mister Rogers today because my because my cardigan. But I have a uh, I have another cardigan, and I've never not had sex anytime I've ever worn it. I've never not had not gotten laid. Chicks dig it. Chicks love it. I wear my cardigan, and they know that I'm hard again. Around. Um. So, Melissa called me Stephen Graham on Twitch. I don't know who Stephen Graham is. I don't. Um. Sorry about that. Let's see. I got. I got more topics. We're thirty minutes in already. That's crazy. Um. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's going to be a big topic probably for the next 30 minutes. Uh, Big Cam said, when you get a message by that guy after going to the bar, were, uh, were you wearing a cardigan? Oh, a massage. Oh, the YouTuber? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Stephen Graham is a is a finance guy who she said looks like me, who absolutely does not look like me. I'm way better looking. Uh, no, um, no, I wasn't. Was I? I might have actually been wearing the cardigan. Damn, you know what? I think I was wearing that cardigan. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't bang. I just almost banged. I just almost got banged. I don't know. I might have been wearing it. I, it's hard to say. It was cold out, so I, I kind of want to say maybe. I kind of want to say probably. Um. Okay, so Halloween. It's become the shittiest holiday. Nobody does fucking anything on on Halloween. Nobody decorates. It used to be a cool. It used to be so fucking cool to to, to run around on uh, before Halloween. <clears throat> it used to be great to to run around before Halloween and look at all the decorations, all the pumpkin carvings, all the spooky decorations. Some people put out like fog machines and stuff like that. It was super cool. And then whenever you go out and you go trick or treating, like some people are are 
they themselves, their props, and going onto somebody's property is almost, it's like a small haunted house. And you go from small haunted house to small haunted house, and it's really cool. And you get to meet all the people in your neighborhood. And, you know, there's, you know, kids kids used to go, I used to think it was lame, because I'd watch TV, and I'd see that some of the kids on the TV shows that I, were, that I was watching were going out trick-or-treating by themselves. And my mom wouldn't let me do that. My mom went with me, and she brought me and my brothers to go trick-or-treating with us. And now kids aren't even going trick-or-treating. They're going to trunk-or-treating. Trunk-or-treat. I, I, I honestly feel like it's my responsibility now, because I'm so against this, to go to a trunk-or-treat and decorate my trunk. Like, you can't go to somebody's house to go get free candy, but you can go to some to the trunk of somebody's car to go get candy? That makes absolutely no sense. It's It, it makes no sense at all. You need to send your kid out, I'd say preferably by your, by themselves, to go run around the neighborhood and try to get people that they don't know to give them candy. And if they don't give them candy, they get tricked. They get they get the the prank. They get the eggs on the, they get an egged house. They get toilet paper. Like honestly, I never really did that. Like I did toilet paper a house and I egged a house once, but it wasn't on Halloween. It was just a prank when I was like a teenager. Um but it's it's the culture that we need for this holiday that's just completely gone. We're just we're just cultureless animals now that doesn't even celebrate Halloween. We don't like uh, we're giving out like avocados and toothbrushes. We're the we've become at the young age in our 20s, we become the society that can, that hands out avocados and toothbrushes. We become the people who who can't let their kid go out and do You look, you're going to raise your kid shitty no matter what you do. You're going to fuck up his life anyway. You're going to fuck him up somehow. You're going to do something or not do something no matter what, there is there is no perfect parent. Your kid is going to look back and say, wow, I really wish my dad did this. I really wish my mom wouldn't have done that. It doesn't matter if you do drugs, if you don't do drugs. Like, uh, one of my friends has the worst parents I've ever met in my life. The Like, the single worst. They abandoned him. They they moved to a different state b- before he was even old enough to own his, to own his own place. He lived with friends. Uh, lived really, really shitty. Lived literally lived in a crack house because that's what he had to do. Because it lit it, the crack house that he was allowed to stay at was down the street from where he worked, so he could walk. Because he wasn't even old enough to have his license yet. Uh, I have another friend who had to fight, li- literally get in fist fights and bet money on it to have some money to be able to eat. And he would uh, sell drugs and you know, hustle people in basketball and stuff like that because he needed to be able to eat. And that was the only way that he could. And it's what he had to learn how to do to survive. And he had the worst parents I've ever met in my life. And these two people are the most well-adjusted people that I know now today. Uh, One of them has more money than anybody else, than anybody else that I know personally. I don't, I don't know anybody else who has more money in the bank than this person. The other one, like, he owns his own business. He owns his own house. He drives a really nice truck. He's in, engaged to a, a very nice, very beautiful woman. Um, the other one is married to a very nice, very beautiful woman. Like, they have these developed partnerships, and they had the worst parents I've ever met. Their parents did heroin. Their parents were heroin addicts. Like, 
they they had to do very they didn't technically I don't think that they did horrible things. Uh they they always respected themselves and their own abilities. And because of that, they're not pussies. Because of that, they're not fucking pussies. They're not going to they're not going to get pushed around. So I think um it's, you're you're going to fuck up your kids anyway. So let your kids live their life. Let them go out and trick or treat by themselves. Let them make mistakes. Like just because you uh, the internet and social media has created a, a world where we hear about all, in the news and you know CNN and this and that like we hear about all of the horrible things happening in the world. We hear about school shootings all the time but you still send your your kid to school. We hear about pedophilia all the time but you still let somebody else watch your kid you still let your grandpa or your dad watch your kid even though like that happens all the time grandpas molest their kids uncles uh, teachers even we we see it happen all the time and we think that the alternative to to fix this issue is to just hold on to our kids and not let them do anything give them cell phones give them tablets give them uh, give them a cell phone. I think so. Yeah, give them a cell phone. You can literally GPS track them with their phone. Uh, it's the safest time in history for a kid to be able to roam the street because we can literally GPS track them wherever they go. We can reach them instantly. When I was a kid, which I'm only 25, so like this was not long ago. I feel like I'm a part of the last generation that was actually enjoying being outside. And we'd go outside and we'd ride our bikes. We'd make ramps. I once jumped a ramp on a bike that still had training wheels on it, which I learned how to ride a bike like super early. So I was like four years old when this happened. I think I, I got my training wheels taken off when I was like five. So I was four years old. And I remember once I went over a ramp that some kid down the street made that he had drilled no nails in the bottom of another platform. So it came out like, like this and the platform came out just a little bit past and it had nails in it driven up. And I, I ramped that motherfucker. I went right over it. I used to ride my bike down the hill. I figured out how to ride without hands. I'd stand up on my bike with no hands. Like I was doing tricks constantly. Um, never really got into BMX or anything like, like big time or anything, but like I'd do it in my, in my front yard, you know, I'd go down big hills, stuff like that. But you don't see that anymore. I'm a truck driver full time. I drive all around. Uh, I'm not going to say the, the, the city that I live in, but I drive around my city all day, every single day. I go to residential neighborhoods, com commercial business parks and stuff like that. Um, and you never see kids. You never see all the bikes in one front yard or anybody out shooting water guns or playing Pokemon and trading cards and stuff like that. You don't see kids out doing anything ever. And it's a problem, I think. And you might say, okay, well, Skivvy, it's another generation. You know, I'm, I'm also somebody who thinks that kids should get more screen time rather than less. But I, if you're going to give your kid a, a set amount of screen time, like an hour long, what else are they doing the rest of the time? Homework? Fuck homework. What's your kid going to do? When, like, Are they going to do their, do their homework, get good grades, be told that they're smart their, their entire life because they, they made good grades and then by the time they reach their 20s, they realize that they don't know how to do fucking anything? Because they never got to go out and do anything. They never got to learn any actual valuable life skills. So now, now they're just scrambling through life. They always did what they were supposed to do. 
they always, uh, you know, going to school, doing your homework, doing your schoolwork, doing your chores around the house. If you even have any, most parents do the shit for them, like cleaning the rooms and uh, taking care of the laundry and shit like that. And then they move out and they don't know how to do any of that. They don't know. It's the constant question. How do I file taxes? You should know how to do that. You should know, at least know what to do to handle the situation, right? You should know how to problem solve and know how to communicate with other people to be able to figure something out that you yourself can't figure out. But we, uh, you know, we don't teach these kids these things. We don't let them learn life lessons. So then whenever they, uh, whenever they, they've spent their entire life doing everything that they were supposed to do because they thought they were supposed to do it, they end up going to college and they go to college without knowing what they want to do with the rest of their life. And they get a degree in a field that kind of interests them, like psychology or criminal justice or something something stupid that like you can't actually get a job with. And if you can, it's a low-paying job. People will go spend $100,000 to $100,000 uh, to go to a... <coughs> you'll, you'll spend $100,000 to go to this college when you could have spent 30000 to go to this school because the other one had a Starbucks on campus. Which is ridiculous. Like, one tuition to the other is the exact same. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what school you go to. I personally am nearly 100% against going to college. I'd say I'm about 90% against going to college. Because, like, we still need teachers. We still need doctors. We still need engineers. These are things that you need. You have to go to school for. Uh, even go to school for business and, and learning stuff like that isn't really a bad thing. I would argue that it's probably better that you just start a business young and figure things out, work with other business owners, find a small business owner in your local area and work with them, find out what they're doing. If you want to, if you're interested in starting a business or running something like that. Um, but yeah, they, they end up going to school for, and because they can't make their own decisions, they're indecisive. They can't figure out what to actually go to school for. They end up going into a ridiculous amount of debt. When you, there's a book called Debt Free Degree that I recommend anybody that's about to go into college reading reads. And if you have gone to college and you do have student loans, I'd say do whatever you can. Live shitty, live really, really shitty to be able to pay that off. But I don't want to get into finances too much. But the point that I'm making is, is these kids that can't haven't learned life lessons, life life skills. They go to school, go into a ridiculous amount of debt that just ruins their life. For a job that doesn't pay them anything. And then people are complaining because they can't get a job. They can't get... Uh, and I'm, just seeing, I'm seeing it right now in my own generation. I'm lucky enough. When I was a kid, I hated that my mom wouldn't buy me a cell phone. Because all the other kids had a cell phone. I didn't have one. Uh, my mom let me go. I lived in a, in a rough neighborhood. Like it was on the news for how how bad it was. It was uh, I'm not gonna say where it was, but like it had this uh like shit pond that had literal shit in it, um, that didn't have a fountain flowing in it or anything. So it was a concern to everybody around that the water in the local area in the area that I lived and grew up in might have been toxic, and that's where I was, you know. And the people around, they were fighting fighting chickens. I've seen meth labs. I've seen, uh, you know, people just get their ass kicked for no reason at all. I've been that guy. Um, and I hated that I was in that situation when I was there. 
I hated that my mom seemed to not care about certain things. But it wasn't that she didn't care. It was that she wanted us to make or make mistakes. She wanted us to, you know, like for for example, we had a trampoline as a kid. My mom, my little brother begged for my mom to buy us a trampoline. Uh, and then finally, we had, I had a brother and a sister that were right, like the, they're not the same age, but their birthdays were 10 days apart. So my mom decided that she would buy a trampoline, but it was both my brother and my sister's birthday present. That's what they got that year. And we all got to enjoy it. My mom ended up deciding that it was the best purchase that she had ever made because we were constantly outside and because we're jumping and we're being active, we're, we're constantly jumping on the trampoline and, and we're athletic and we're wrestling with each other and we're, we're playing with each other. I mean, it was great. Everybody, everybody who has kids should buy them, them a trampoline. Other parents would come over uh, for like a birthday party or something like that. And they would notice that my mom doesn't have, didn't have a net around the trampoline and they'd say, well, what, what do you do if, uh, what do you do if a kid falls off? Well, they fall off. That's what you tell them. Another parent. Well, then they, they fall off. Well, what if they get hurt? Then they'll tell me, well, have they ever gotten hurt before? No. And if it is like, it's a scratch or something, you know, we were able to learn how to solve problems. We were able to learn how, who, who we were in some degree, uh, we had the freedom to make mis- make mistakes, you know, and you know, me not going to college, it really just kind of worked out that way. But now looking back on everything and looking where everybody else my age is, I, I, I'm so thankful that I didn't go. Um, I'm thankful that I had the childhood that I did. I'm thankful that my mom was, uh, somebody who took us trick or treating, who didn't take us to the trunk or treating bullshit, who, uh, you know, we dressed up, we, we could choose whatever Halloween costume we wanted to have. And we, we dress up and, uh, you know, she, she'd buy the costume. Most of the time I'd go to the thrift store and I'd pick out a few things that kind of match what I was, what I was going for. Um, and then, you know, we'd get like some face paint or something like that. Um, but I mean, it was cool, you know, and then walking around getting candy from strangers. My mom didn't even really check the candy. It's like, okay, if you, uh, if you get a razor blade in your mouth, let me know. <laughs> we'll figure out what to do about it. But we don't do that. We're so scared. And that stuff was going on then. Like, razor blades were in your candy then. We knew about it. We knew, like, pedophilia isn't a new thing. Kids were getting kidnapped, and human trafficking trafficking was still a thing then. But kids still trick-or-treated then. You're robbing children of life lessons and uh, just fun that can be had. You're robbing them of, of experiences by not letting them go trick-or-treating, by not letting them go to a stranger's house and meet their neighbors. There was also a sense of community back in the day. You know, you'd have the fair or uh, you'd get to know the people around you. Like I said at the very beginning of this, when I go, I'm guilty of it. When I go to the gas station, I don't want to talk to anybody around me. Even if somebody... Even if I recognize somebody or somebody recognizes me, I don't want to talk to them. Um, if it were a random person who knew me from the show, I'd probably, I'd probably want to talk to them because that's, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Uh, if anybody, you know, like, like Melissa, I've, I've met Melissa only through the internet, but if I were to see her in real life, like that would be, that'd be really fucking cool to me. Because I met her through the internet. I met her through this show that I decided to do, right? Um, 
I just think it'd be cool to, you know, uh, and back in the day there was, um, we would, you would learn things. Young men would learn how to build things and fix things and problem solve from the older men. And women would learn how to cook and clean and gossip and, you know, help a man and a man would learn how to, how to help a woman. And, you know, you'd talk about, you know, men would talk about girls and, you know, women would talk about boys and you'd gossip. And even if you, like a lot of the time I would go and I'd hang out with the older women and they weren't like cooking or cleaning or anything or they were just gossiping. It was basically a podcast, but just, you know, old birds sitting around a table, just talking about their life. And I was almost always right there listening in. And, uh, you know, the, the, the old men would be falling asleep watching a game or a Christmas movie or, or, uh, you know, some kind of movie that just came out or something. They're just sleeping on the couch. They, they just want to eat, sleep, go home. And I understand that. I get that now. As a kid, I wanted to listen to the conversations. Um, I, I, I've always enjoyed the, that human connection. That's just fucking dead now. And it's dead, it's dead within all of us. We all, we all don't, don't experience it anymore. Uh, so, uh, Halloween, it's, it's a completely ruined holiday. And my position is you're going to fuck up your kid no matter what you do. Doesn't matter. So let them go trick or treating. Let them, uh, let them do their thing. Um, ass whoopings. We we don't beat our kids anymore, and that's a problem because kids are literally the only people alive that you're allowed to hit, and we don't we don't take advantage of that situation. We don't take take advantage of that privilege. And why? Because you think your kids are gonna get taken away from you? Just hit them. Just hit your fucking kids. Solve solve some problems today. Beat that ass today. I saw a post the other day. Uh, somebody said that they didn't know what to do with their kid anymore. Uh, their kid gave a middle finger to another classmate and they said I just don't know what to do with her anymore beat that ass beat that kid's ass what are you doing and I saw like I looked at the comments and she was like yeah I've taken her tablet away I've given her some ass whoopings this and that I was like oh cool you know she's actually given some ass whoopings I was actually happy to see that but she took a tablet away like you need to take that shit away completely all the way a 100% take it away no TV when I was a kid when I got in trouble it's you come home from school, you go to your room, and if you're not reading, you're not doing anything. You can go to your room, you have to stay in your room, and you read. That's it. That's all you're allowed to do. I would get grounded for months at a time because my grades, I'd be grounded from one grade period to the next. So until my mom saw that my grades came up, I wouldn't get ungrounded. You're grounded now because your grades are down. I'd, just, I'd get my report card back. There's an F on there. You're grounded until that becomes a D. Or a, or a C. And it just wouldn't happen. Who just posted a link in here? Pretty Girl Penny. I'm going to click on this. Man, I don't know. Oh my god, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why would you come? Why would you come in here and post that? Have I seen upgrade? Fuck you! No, get out of here. I don't. I don't want to talk to you. Holy shit! 
She just came in here and posted a link. Don't click on that link. It's a video of like a kid pulling the trigger on 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 themselves. Don't fucking post that in here. Get get out of here. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can like ban this person or whatever. I've never had to do that before. Uh, yeah, you came in here and you. No. Wow. So pretty girl Penny, uh, uh, somebody on Twitch, uh, came in here and posted a, a link to a, a video of a kid shooting themselves. Don't fucking come. Do not fucking come in here and post shit like that on my on my fucking stream. Uh. Yeah. What the what the fuck is wrong with you? And now she's just in here talking about a movie. Fuck you. God damn. I, I really, hold on. I, I need to figure out how to ban this person. I, I have no idea how to do it. I've never had to ban somebody before. This user cannot be banned in the channel. <laughs> the shattered, shattered Harbinger said, I might watch that movie though. What the? Wait, what's it called? Fuck off. Upgrade. All right. Damn. Don't watch it. It only had like 21 views too. So like, it's not like some big thing that somebody's posting around. Ah, uh, shit. Like that, that shit bothers the fuck out of me, man. Ah, uh, Fuck. All right. Um, I don't. E I don't even know how to fucking go forward with this with this podcast now. Like, I have a plan to uh, to donate. I, I said at the beginning of this, I'm donating a hundred dollars to uh, uh, to Team Trees, uh, TeamTrees.org, and uh, I've got this person in here fucking doing this shit, and I have no idea how to ban anybody. Guns need to be banned. She said, I'm I'm showing this vid to show awareness that guns need to be banned. You're fucking stupid. Guns don't need to be banned anywhere. Look, okay. Think about this. Would you bring a knife to a gunfight? Because people are still going to have guns. There's bad people in the world and they will have guns. Period. Guns exist. Therefore, bad people will have guns. Do you want to come at them with a knife or do you want to have a gun also? Because if evil has a gun, I want a gun also. Guns kill, pe kill people. Of course fucking guns kill people. Of course they do. Like, that's how wars are fought. That's how mass shootings happen. Guns definitely... Uh, like, the ability having having guns around... So, if everybody had a gun, the world would be a safer place. Every The world would be a much, much safer place if, if everybody had a gun. Because... Uh, if you go, you're not going to go to to Texas and have a mass shooting. You're not going to go to uh fucking uh you're not going to come to the county that I live in. Damn sure you're not coming to the county that I live in where everybody has a gun. I've got fucking two guns right right in the other room right now. Like anybody comes in this house, they're capped. Fucking period. It's a done deal. 
people where I live, we look forward to the day that somebody comes in and tries to tries to assault us with a gun because we've got guns too, motherfucker. We're looking forward to the day and we practice for that shit. Let's see. Okay, Big Cam said, what if that person in the situation to pull the trigger? It's a mental issue. It's a kid. It was a kid who did who obviously did it on accident. Uh, so that's why the little boy died. If everyone had a gun, that boy would be living. You look forward to killing another human. If that kid wasn't bullied, if the kids had parents that actually didn't allow him to have access to the gun, yes, the kid would be alive. Look, if you have guns in your house, you have like you have to teach your children gun safety. Back in the day, they used to teach gun safety in fucking school. It used to be a mandatory thing that kids would learn gun safety in school so that they didn't go home and accidentally blow their fucking brains out. It, it like take he, it was an accident that it, that the kid did it. He wasn't bullied or anything. He was playing with a gun. When I was a kid, like I played with matches and shit like that. And you know what happened? I got my fucking ass kicked. But when I was a kid, I also learned how to learn proper gun safety. I broke my nose when I was 11 years old shooting a 50 caliber rifle. I was injured. I was hurt. But I learned how to how to hold the gun after that. You know, I I was holding this 50 caliber rifle. Snipe the, the scope of it right sitting right on my nose and I pulled the trigger and pop broke my fucking nose uh, Yeah It's not looking forward to killing another human being that's whenever I said whenever I said we practice for the day it's it's pl- Making sure that the training that you put yourself under and the planning that you that you've done is <coughs> Is is worth something Knowing that you were able to protect yourself and your family. And you can't do that without a gun. You, I mean, you can. I don't, I don't mean to, to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I, I don't mean to say that like you can't physically protect your family with a knife if somebody comes in. But the chances of you living through it if the other person has a gun are significantly less. Whenever I go out, I, was, I went somewhere without a gun not long ago. And uh, this guy, he started following me and Benny. We're walking back to our car and he's walking towards us. We were at Harbor Freight and he was walking towards us and he started asking us uh, 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 some kind of question. I couldn't exactly hear what he was asking for, but I, I assume it was probably some money or something like that. And he, uh, I looked over at Benny and I said, dude, are you carrying? You, you strapped right now? You, you got a gun on you? He's like, he's like, yeah, always. And I felt safer because of it. I, I felt safer because the person that I was with had a gun. If, uh, and if I see somebody, there are certain people, and I, I can point them out. I know who they are. If I'm out and about, and uh, the state that I live in is an open carry state, it's actually we we can actually carry guns um, uh, concealed now legally. With you don't have to have a concealed carry license or anything. You can just carry a gun. You can hide it, do whatever. Carrying a gun is perfectly legal in any way, anywhere in our state. And uh, doesn't care a boy died because of guns. You're fucking ridiculous. It's just a fucking troll. She's a troll coming in here. Pretty girl, Penny. Uh, no, I care that the boy died. I do. But I'm not saying that it couldn't have been prevented. A kid could have, you know, if the if the person who had, who owned that gun could have taught that kid gun safety, like never pointed at yourself... When I was a kid, I couldn't even point Nerf guns at my brothers. I couldn't point anything resembling a gun at another person. I once got in trouble in school because I held up this, and I pointed it at somebody, and I got in trouble for that. They said, anybody could think that you were pointing a gun at somebody, and we have no idea. And I agree. 
I agree that I should have been, been in trouble for that. That was the best way that they were able to teach me gun safety without there needing to be a gun present. You know, I was, I've, I've always been around guns. It's a, guns are a great thing. They're fun. They're, they're good for, uh, I, I mean, think, think about this, for example, <clears throat> if you uh, think of all the, all the mass farming of animals we do. And if people hunted more, you can, you can go and you can kill a deer. My mom just, just got a, a, a piece of property. That's, it's basically in the woods. There's tons of deer around there and everything. I fully plan on, they said I can't do it this year, which is kind of disappointing, but I fully plan on next year going over there and hunting and getting me a deer. And that deer is going to last me like six months. And that's something that, that I killed myself with a gun. And I will be able to feed myself and my friends and my family for like six months. Just buy a deep freezer, like get it, get it chopped up and, and I'm going to save money on it. I'm going to, you know, and, and doing that means I'm not going to be buying meat from the grocery store, which means we're not having to constantly farm as many animals if more people did that. Um, I mean, gun, guns are just a good thing any way you look at it. I, I, I really don't don't understand people who don't don't want guns. I don't get it at all. People and it's it's the same fucking thing that I was talking about earlier with us being scared of mass shootings. Like I said, you still send your kid your kid to school even though there's mass shootings. You still you you there's no alternative. You still you still send your kid to school. So that's part of the the point that I was making. You should send your kid out. Let like let them do what they want to do. Make mistakes. Some mistakes you can't come back from though. So you still have to teach your fucking kids. Getting guns exist, therefore they will always exist. Trying to ban them is not going to do fucking anything. You know what happens whenever you ban guns? The bad people have guns. You think... It's like like heroin's illegal. People still fucking do it. If I wanted to do heroin right now, I'd know where to get it. And I could do it today. And I've got the money for it right now. If I wanted to do it, I could do it. If I wanted to kill somebody, I have the gun. I could do it. But I don't want to. I don't ever want to. I don't want to have to. But if somebody comes and threatens me or my family, it I will. I'll do what I have to do. There was a story that uh, uh, my stepfather's, uh, we'll say my step-grandpa, he, he told me about today. Apparently there was a, uh, uh, a couple that had pulled into a, 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 a handicapped parking spot. They pulled into a handicapped parking spot and there was an old man with his wife who got out of the car and said, hey, can, you know, we're disabled. Uh, I see you guys don't have a handicap sticker. Do you mind pulling out so that we can pull in here because we need to go to the grocery? And the man ended up, the man that was in the in the parking spot, younger man, he got out of the car and he pushed the old man down to the ground. The old man had a gun. And he pulled that gun out and he killed that guy. Pulled the trigger. He told the, uh, you know, during the hearing, he said in the court, he said, I'm a 70-year-old man. I'm not going to get in a fist fight. I'm not fist fighting this guy. I had no idea what he was going to do. For all I know, he might have had a gun and he might have shot me. And it was either him or me and it damn sure wasn't going to be me. That's what, that's the way it fucking ought to be. If everybody carried a gun, it's it's the same reason it, you could put a sign out in front of your house that says that you you have guns. You could put a sign out in front of your sign in front of your house that says beware of dog. 
put a sign out that says secured by whatever security service or whatever, like with, with, uh, with the cameras and shit like that. And that makes people uncertain. That makes people uncertain about what might happen if they break into that house. If they break in and before they go in, they see that one, there's cameras, two, there's guns, three, there's a fucking dog. You're not going in. You're find another fucking house. Why would you break into that one? You wouldn't. If somebody comes to me, <coughs> if you thought that anybody that you might rob has a gun, you wouldn't rob that person. You would find another person. It's a it's a safer world. Guns exist, therefore the world is less safe. But if everybody has a gun, if you don't have a gun, get one. You you need to be able to protect yourself. Bad people have guns, and you need to be able to protect yourself against that. So, Pretty Girl Penny, you coming in here and sharing dumb shit uh, that it shows a kid getting uh, a, a kid killing themselves by accident, and trying trying to tell me, uh, trying to come in here and saying that guns are the problem. Fuck you, fuck you, Pretty Girl Penny. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You're just a dumb, sad, lonely bitch. I, I I just I have no no tolerance for that shit at all, and it's not just the guns. Like if somebody wants to come in and have a civil conversation about about whether or not you should be, be ban guns, I'd be perfectly fine to do that. It's a obviously it's a point of, uh, it's a conversation topic that I obviously feel very opinionated about one side, but I'm not gonna shame somebody for having the the opposite opinion. But you, pretty girl Penny, Penny, I'm gonna shame you because you're a dumb cunt. Uh, anybody coming in? I don't know if you. Uh, I know typically you can't see the past uh, post, but there's a there's a, a link to a, a YouTube video. Don't don't fucking click on it. It's bullshit. Um. Let's see. All right. Like I, I had some other topics. I'm just gonna uh, go ahead and uh, do what I said I was gonna do. Uh, I'm donating a hundred dollars to um uh, t- uh, Team Trees, TeamTrees.org. I recommend that everybody does. Uh, like I said at the beginning of this, like trees are, they they can only help. They eat all the bad shit that we put out in the world, and they give us good shit to breathe. They give us oxygen. They eat the they eat the carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, and bullshit. Um, helps the planet. Uh, Mr. Beast, uh, he made a, a post, uh, a, a YouTube video saying that he was trying to plant 20, 20 million trees, and you know Elon Musk donated a million dollars to this. Therefore, there's uh, a, a million. Uh, trees being planted uh, by Elon Musk. PewDiePie donated uh, sixty nine four twenty. Hilarious. Uh, Elon Musk after after donating a million dollars changes his his, his uh, Twitter handle to uh, Treelon Musk. So it's funny. I mean, a lot of people are getting behind it. So uh, for every one dollar that you donate, uh, another tree gets donated. Put one dollar in, one tree. Put ten dollars. That's ten trees. So I'm donating a hundred dollars. I don't have like obviously I'm not a millionaire. Uh, I can't put a hundred thousand dollars in. I can't put a million dollars in. Even a thousand dollars would be would be hard for me to do right now. Um, but a hundred dollars I can do. So I'm gonna do that, and I just want to strongly recommend anybody uh, watching right now, anybody who might listen to this on on any podcasting platform, uh, whatever whatever that might be. It's on all pa- podcasting platforms. But um, anybody listening to the audio version of this, if you know if you don't care, if you got the time, you got the money. Go donate. It's a really awesome thing that's that's happening right now. Uh, so 
like I said, I was going to do this at the end of the stream, so I'm doing that now. The reason I decided, like I said at the beginning of this, um, to do it at the end of the stream is because I, I might get kind of quiet while I'm doing it. It's probably not the most interesting thing for me to go to teamtrees.org. But I wanted to do it on the stream just so people can see or at least know that I actually did it. Because I also, also got to figure out how to do it. Uh, a hundred trees. Okay, so so what you do is you click on how many trees you want to do. Display name, Skivvy versus everything. Team tree message. Save the planet. Um, periodic updates. Okay, make sure I spelled everything right. Um, let's see. Wait, pull up Twitch on my phone so I can still keep tr track of the chat. Uh, why is it not updating the chat on that? Let's see. I knew this was going to be uninteresting, so, uh, Trying to keep this off the view of the camera. Cause I can't say out loud what I'm what I'm typing in, obviously. It's not letting me put my card number in. Oh, I can do PayPal. Oh, okay. Uh, can you still hear me? Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't showing the uh, messages on. Uh, yeah, it it wasn't me showing any messages on my phone for some reason. Uh. You're donating next week. That's awesome. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, Big Cam said he's donating next week when he gets paid. That's awesome. Like I said, I, I, I recommend everybody does. Uh, let me finish this up real quick. I'm almost done. Skitty versus everything at gmail.com. So you can just pay with PayPal. Like, it's super easy.
Okay. Uh, I think I finished donating. Okay. Awesome. Uh, it says, thank you. You're a good human and are now officially a member of Team Trees. Together we can plant 20 million trees by 2020, but we can't do it without your help. If you know any other good humans, use your favorite social platforms and invite them to join the team too. Uh, so, so far, 12,500... Wait, hold on. 12,549,171 have been, trees have been planted. So, I was 100 of those. Um, so, everybody get behind that. Go ahead and donate too. Uh, I'm cutting the podcast now, so everybody, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, uh, check me out on twitch.tv slash versus everything. Anybody watching right now, uh, if you haven't already followed, uh, just here's a reminder that you can do that. Uh, check me out on all social media platforms. The podcast is on all. Uh, this is going to go on immediately after. The podcast is on all podcasting platforms. Uh, and... Oh, uh, if you consider donating to the uh, to the show at patreon.com slash Skippy versus everything, join the Discord to join the conversation. Link in the description of the of the of the video of the episode. Um, and uh, fuck you, pretty girl Penny. And that's it. All right, guys, have a good night.